0: Hello, my name is Andrew Houston, and I am the president of the Council at the Institute of the Center for Politics and Society. I'm here with my close personal friend, Aaron, who is the CEO of the Council at the Institute of the Center for Politics and Society. Um, and we just have two quick announcements here. One, uh, we have a new slogan. Aaron, would you like to uh, tell the good people our, our new slogan?
1: Andrew, thank you for that introduction. And I'm really grateful for everyone for joining us on this important Passes the call.
0: presenter remote. <laughs>
1: Our new slogan at the Council of Institute for Center of Politics and Society is we disambiguate complexifiers for the good of humanity.
0: And we think, you know, we workshop this for like six months with a firm and we think it's very meaningful. Um, I also want to announce we have a new political action committee that we're going to begin. You know, one thing that we've seen a lot of people in this era is they really just would like a return to normalcy, you know, to go back to the way it was. And we thought this is great. We'll start a political action committee to support this. So we're calling it backpack. Um, and it's, you know, we're aiming for a return to normalcy for all. So you can visit our website, donate uh, lots of money. If you'd like to donate a ton of money, please get in touch with one of us personally, or just leave a check at the door uh, with Craig there in the back. Well, and Let we'll- me give
1: you this URL. Uh, it's yeah. patreon.com slash good
0: yes that, that's you can make a non-tax deductible donation
1: right um, or
0: you can set up a recurring Somebody
1: donation want, I like you <laughs> I hate the hey hey now
0: <laughs> I hit that button on mistake I meant to hit
1: the mute button but somehow I feel like it worked out <laughs> <laughs> people, are, people are really going to enjoy the ending for uh, uh, in a few episodes of uh, Three Guys Who Questions, my other show. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, there's a lot of accidental uh, soundboard malfunctions.
0: I should not um, have put the mute button key ne- so close to some of the other keys.
1: It's. <laughs> I mean, a mistake. <laughs> people don't understand how much goes into this and how much dexterity and yeah. skill it takes to just, you know, I mean, you don't
0: understand. I might be hit aiming for dry fart, but I might end yes. up with breaking news. And that's you know, a totally different mood. Yes. Yeah. Knowledge. So
1: happy um, telephone ordering day.
0: Happy telephone ordering day. It's the non denominational holiday that everyone loves to celebrate. We get up early and we check under the tree. And of course, there is no tree because, of course, you have to get on your phone.
1: The thing about this day is it was a little bit weird and good for me because it started at 5 a.m.
0: I have to say very good for me because it started at 8 a.m. for me, having previously started in previous years at 3 a.m., but I did see (laughs) quite a lot of folks from the West Coast belly aching that they had to wake up at 5 a.m. instead of staying up late until midnight. I have to say that you having to wake up at 5 a.m. is not as bad as me having had to wake up
1: Boo. at 3 a.m. Yeah. Listen, so, some of us, a.k.a. me,
0: the folks who work hard, w- let's be honest, I, I, the folks the who workers, work hard. The
1: hard workers like myself actually wake up at 4.30 a.m. every day. Aaron's up at 5 a.m. He's got to rise
0: and grind. He's got to get that bread.
1: Me and Andrew are, like, texting each other TikToks at, like, Uncomfortable hours. <laughs> So and like, that's the up. hard work
0: that I'm talking about. <laughs>
1: so sometimes I get up and I'm like, do we I have like the first thing I'm doing is I'm checking our 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 messages and I'm like right. what did I leave? Oh, wait, what time what time me. was that over there? That's a real low number. <laughs> yeah. I
0: have to think I have to I like to think that I'm leaving like a little mint on your pillow in the morning.
1: I just wake up, I look at my phone and I feel like just right away it just <laughs> enters my veins it makes me very it's very happy i appreciate this service that you provide yeah um so i got up and i i opened the app i had my my order all set out did you
0: did you notice that they said oh pre-orders will begin at five pdt I, and then they debate really, our really
1: they didn't oh, I just really had an accident too. there uh yeah <laughs> didn't, so it it, it, didn't. it was five it minutes was, it was 502 for me
0: Oh, it took like, it was like 505 for me. It was ridiculous. I was it, like, you know, I was sitting there. I was like, I'm getting cucked. Apple is cucking all of us right now. <laughs> they're just laughing like, at us. They're, they're like, oh, at look him. at them.
1: <laughs> they had a little rainbow guy going. So the
0: they had- obnoxious, I don't know if you noticed this. I was listening to a podcast. As soon as you open yes! the Apple store yes! app, it would pause it because it's playing a little video, yes. but the video has no yes. sound.
1: Yes, it was playing a video that would interrupt my white noise, which is very <laughs> important for me. Do you understand that? <clears throat> Took me a while to wind back down because the white yeah. noise had stopped,
0: you know? Right. You got very stressed out and you couldn't play your white noise. You're trying to make this, sure that you can order the green is, phone.
1: This is important for my work because I'm a hard worker. Right. I need the white noise. Yeah. Yeah. But so we should debate our plans. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's happening, but my keyboard is triggering anything on my soundboard app. Hmm.
0: Every Interesting. time I try to
1: type, I just tried to type white noise and it and it played Joe Biden.
0: <laughs> That's great. <laughs> what, we love what,
1: it. What phone anyway. did you get? What phone? Did you got the three-eyed three-eyed I got
0: the Yes, guy. I got the three-eyed Raven. I got Where the, did you come uh, from?
1: Where did you go? Where did you come from? Three-eyed Joe.
0: Right. I got the uh um the the 11 pro because i am a professional as we've mentioned i work hard hard
1: workers yeah (laughs) so
0: i get the professional phone for professionals um i got i got the 64 gig um which is fine for me i haven't used any more than that on my current phone um and i got the midnight green because why not green's an interesting color and i've only ever had black phones so decided to switch it up a little bit um i do like green um I,
1: I also like green is
0: the color of money, which I love and would love to have more of. So I'd like to think that I'm manifesting that.
1: Well, you know, cash rules everything around me, and you. <laughs> so you gotta you gotta get the green, which rhymes yeah. with cream. Right. And cream stands for pool. Mm-hmm. Because we've got trouble right here <laughs> in Cupertino City.
0: Now I think um, you also went for uh, the pro telephone
1: i went for the pro telephone i went for the 11 pro now the problem is that i'm currently using 99.3 gigabytes Uh-oh. on my my information phone
0: yeah and that's so- a, that's that's bad news
1: I could, you know, offload things, but I don't think I could do with the 64. And yeah. 128 would work for me, but they don't have that. So I got the 256. What is
0: what is it with
1: their, what, they have
0: 64 and then they have 256 and 512. Why can't they be normal? Apple, why can't you be normal?
1: Yeah, I, it's, it's a scam. It's definitely a scam. Understand
0: I don't understand. And, like,
1: Well, here's the thing. You want to know how much storage I have on my professional Macintosh book? Oh, 256 um, gigabits.
0: Yeah, and now your phone is going to have precisely the same amount of storage.
1: <laughs> the same amount of storage as my professional Macintosh book.
0: If I guess this is Apple saying that if you're a true professional, you stay organized and you don't need that much space. Or Honestly, you purchase <laughs> large uh, amounts of external hard I drives.
1: I <laughs> have a lot of hard drives and cloud store. I, You know what? Yeah. Honestly, so much of my stuff is up in the cloud. Yeah. You I just hope somebody, I, had, I had somebody at work that said I don't touch the cloud, right? <laughs> and I thought you—you have... <laughs> you have no idea. Yeah, you don't, you don't even know. <laughs> you're Listen. swimming in the cloud. You can't yeah, not you're... touch cloud. You
0: better hope it's not a rainy day.
1: <laughs> we live in the cloud.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you're
1: in the cloud right now. This right. is all a simulation. I got the green boy.
0: Right. To... Mid- midnight green.
1: Midnight green. Now because... I
0: did contemplate getting the non-professional phone. And saving some some bones. I did too. But but because I have currently been using the iPhone X, XXX, um, and it has the OLED screen, I was like, I don't know if I can go back to an L C D screen.
1: I know that I can't because for my work we right. we give you, give employees you, iPhones.
0: Right. So you've seen the difference.
1: Yeah. So my work iPhone is a seven mm. and you know, going back and forth is it's very jarring. My I work telephone is an iPhone 6S. And let
0: me tell you, oh, wow. that thing's getting old. Wow. Uh, so I'm waiting because I am eligible to upgrade. So I am hoping wow. that now that the new telephones have come out, that they will like switch which phone they're giving then up for work.
1: I've been waiting. Listen, this is my job. This is what I deal with every day. This is the hell I live in from <laughs> 7 to 3.30 uh, every day is... That Verizon and everyone like they're just holding back like the the, the free phone, which is the one that we issue is hmm. has been it's still the seven. It's been the seven for like four years now. Like it's I just bet,
0: I bet you would still be on iPhone five C's if they were still handing those out.
1: They the only reason we like the only reason they switched from the five S and the S E they they skipped so they they the six They skipped from the five from the S E, skipped the six, went to the sevens, and oh, well, I think they had the 6s for a while. They went to the Sevens, but because, because the, band, they was discontinued, didn't the bands that the entire company of Verizon oh. was using. So they're like, Well, I guess we can't sell phones that won't work on our network, I guess.
0: Yeah. Come like on. The, the absolute bare minimum requirement.
1: Yeah, I have to say so, my company
0: does issue the uh, Internet telephone number eight. Um, OK, but I am hoping I'm hoping maybe that that will transition to like the XR perhaps.
1: Does the eight have the facial identification feature? No, it doesn't. It has yeah. the it has See? the uh,
0: the touch to enter. Um, yeah. Function. getting real used yeah.
1: to the face ID here. Yeah. Yeah. All of our non-information uh, phone users are probably really interested in this.
0: Uh, right. Well, talk. I have to say the other reason that I didn't get the uh, plain old non-Pro phone is also because it's a little bit bigger than the smallest of the Pro phones, and I actually really like the size of the smallest Pro phone.
1: Yeah, so. that's exactly... We're so in We're so in tune. We're just thinking the same thing. That's yeah. amazing. I
0: used to have, back in the day when they called them the Plus phones, I used to yeah. have one of I those, a, I and it was... big. It was gigantonormous. Whenever I sat down, I had to take it out of my pants pocket. Like it was it, it was a bit much.
1: It literally gave me a sprained pinky. Be- Jeez, just from trying to one-hand it. Yeah, and I'm not putting a little pop socket on there like some kind of yeah. am- <laughs> aminal. Right, cuz that messes up the
0: Yeah, that messes up the uniform thickness I'm of not, the whole
1: I'm thing. not holding my phone in the middle like I'm doing some sort of weird <laughs> magic trick where I'm levitating a knife. And people can't see that I've got a phone in my watch. What you
0: need actually is you need a small little quadcopter drone contraption (laughs) that just hovers your phone in front of you,
1: carries it for me. Yeah, that would be pretty good. I think that would reduce any neck strain. That we might be onto Mm -hmm, something.
0: mm -hmm. Um, Well, see, the thing is now with the face ID, it can follow your face. Perfect. So I can just,
1: I got the green boy too. I got the green yeah. boy because as listeners to the show will know, I have limited my wardrobe to, um, mon- flattering to colors, black, black and white and gray. You know, the, 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 the various shades, the primary of black color. and white, and then, uh, the colors of the California flag of which green is a part. Okay. So I like green, it. I thought, you know what? It'd be nice to not have black. i have to do something different. So I'll get this screen that goes with my wardrobe. I know it will match things. Um, I constantly look like I'm celebrating Christmas or that I'm uh, maybe that I'm Welsh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know
1: what? Either of those
0: are perfectly OK, I think.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I really like it. It's I don't yeah. I don't know. I don't really care what people think. It's impossible to know. One thing ask. I do
0: have to say is that I I I just am pleased that Apple is moving away from like the German car company colors, which are like <laughs> we make white, silver, and black. It's yeah. like, oh, you want it in another color? Why? Why would you want that? I'm glad that I they finally. I don't like that they're
1: like they're like pastel or grandma colors. I like yeah, maybe give us a little vivid, but you know, we'll take what we can right. get. Well, they they
0: just did the thing where you can get like the watch in like many different band colors and you can sort of mix and match or whatever. And it's like, why can't you just let me like pick a color? Like just have like a giant palette of Pantone colors and just let me pick one for my phone to be.
1: Yeah. Hey, uh, moving on to another thing. Mm. Um, This is in our food vertical now. Oh, okay. I'm placing something into my mouth. Uh Uh-oh. (laughs) it was a food
0: item oh okay thank you for clarifying
1: (laughs) have you heard of salted licorice
0: I have not um is that meant to make licorice better because it doesn't seem like it it would
1: I have to say I'm not a fan of
0: of licorice in general
1: oh Oh. and I feel
0: like salting it would just wouldn't do anything really (laughs) it would still be bad (laughs) yeah Um, now I am um, reading here that licorice extracts have been used in herbalism and traditional le- uh, medicine, but excessive consumption may result in adverse effects.
1: <laughs> oh no! Yeah. <laughs> oh no. I don't want any adverse effects.
0: Right. I'm just letting I'll, you know that it I'm has only gly- looking for adverse effects. It has glycerhiic acid, or GZA, which incidentally is also my rap name.
1: Uh, you were in the Wu Tang Clan. <laughs>
0: uh, breaking news. <clears throat>
1: as, you, as you know, as you know, um, Lareem, <laughs> licorice rules everything around me. <laughs> the salted licorice. I thought you would. I, I, I want you to try. Well, okay. We both um uh took it. We both uh we just took a DNA test. Turns out we're many percent uh Nordic. Um, I know you are with a name like, uh, Houston. right? Indeed. And on my mom's side, her, her, her maiden name is, her name is Frederick. So, oh, okay. Right. Yes. So As in the great. We're very up in the Northlands. Um, right. So I was thinking, I mean, we, we love like, it here. My, my, perhaps my ancestors ate a lot of salted liquor. It's like a thing from like Finland or Norway, you know? Okay. Right. Yeah. And, and it has, it's just something that's so wild that I had to try it. It has sodium chloride or no, uh, ammonium chloride in it.
0: Am- ammonium
1: chloride? Uh, ammonium chloride. Oh,
0: ammonium chloride. I was like, it has ammonium in Which it. I, that's interesting. I'm pretty sure ammonium, ammonium
1: chloride. chloride is what they make, um, am uh, pretty sure that's what,
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly.
1: Uh, yeah, it's like a it's very acid. So like the yeah, taste is just... exceedingly strange. So it's like black licorice and it's very salty. And the the ammonium chloride does something where have you ever been punched in the nose? Like real hard?
0: Unfortunately uh, not.
1: Well, okay. Um when you get punched in the nose real hard, it like releases some sort of endorphins and chemicals or something that like makes your nasal passages just like immediately clear up
0: oh yeah right i'm reading i'm reading on uh, wikipedia that it acts as an expectorant facilitating removal of mucus from the lungs
1: yeah and it like uh, it makes it tingle it feels almost like you know when you're in the salt water a lot like in the ocean right yeah yeah, some of it gets into your nasal passage and it's like that's that's similar to what it feels like when i eat this Hmm. salty black licorice I and do have a
0: report here. It says some yeah. people report that black licorice confectionery causes their stools to become green. Which I think is fine, because like you said, green is a color that you've been...
1: That's inside of my palate, so it's acceptable. Right. Um, I don't know. I can't figure out... Oh, okay. Like so they salted licorice. It. So they don't just use
0: plain old salt with salted licorice, because that would I, be boring.
1: They use all the salts.
0: Yeah, they use the Solomoniac.
1: Wait, Interesting. What, what do you call Well, that's
0: me? what it's. Sol, sol ammoni- uh, um, ammonium chlorides is sol ammoniac. Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: I'll tell you what, though. I can breathe hmm. so much better out of my nose. So.
0: so this usage page on sol ammoniac is concerning because it says the first thing it says is it's commonly used to clean the soldering iron and the soldering of stained glass windows and that it's added to gold and silver um uh, but yeah. also by the way it's used for uh edible things and it's like oh wait a minute <laughs> cool. Cool,
1: cool, cool like just
0: just because our ancestors put it in their food doesn't mean that it's a wise idea
1: <laughs> it does make me feel kind of like a viking i'm gonna be honest you know
0: you know some of them used to eat lead
1: <laughs> <laughs> very good it's very true. So it, tar- am
0: I to understand that, like uh, a black licorice in the shape of a fish, is actually like the canonical Swedish fish, and the red ones are just a pale imitation? Because that's what this seems to be suggesting to me.
1: I don't know. Swedes, uh, our Swedish fans, need to write in.
0: Yeah, let us know.
1: Yeah, please, please tell us on any of our fan, our our listeners from the northern countries. Mm-hmm. You posted something in here going going on um about chocolate milk, flavored yeah. milks. What's, it, what's going on? Well, so what happened is
0: um uh, chocolate milk, you know, chocolate milk is the canonical flavored milk. There's also strawberry milk. Um, those are old. Those are for the 90s. Uh, we Can I tell you behind. just,
1: I want to put this out there. I absolutely loathe and hate strawberry milk. And I, I, strawberry if you milk, like it, I'm not trying to yuck on a yum. If you like it, that's good for you. Have it all. I just however, hate it.
0: Strawberry milk is an affront unto God, and chocolate milk is the proper flavored milk. Right, and this is so. This is um, this is from uh Borden, the dairy company. They have a limited edition State Fair series of milk. Let me click um, on this link. Yeah, they have um, and so the free, three flavors shown mm-hmm. here are blueberry cobbler, okay, cotton candy, and banana no. taffy flavored no, no, milk. No,
1: no, yeah. no, 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 no.
0: Yeah, no, I, I don't milk. Is meant to be in one of two flavors milk flavor and chocolate milk flavor. This deserves a big right. I would actually say that you should skip the part where you consume it and then vomit it back up and simply just pour it into the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> just just circumvent the whole process and straight into the toilet it goes. Of so, all
1: the banana things, it could have been like yeah, a banana taffy pudding.
0: Like, strawberry banana maybe because then it would just taste like yogurt but like banana taffy like what is going on here also if this is state fair inspired where's the deep fried oreo flavor like come on have some creativity yeah where's the flavor cotton candy doesn't taste like anything it's just sugar maybe that's what this is we put sugar in the milk you know how it has lactose in it we put fructose
1: what do they call that in 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 in, a jolly old england fairy floss
0: yeah, uh, candy floss, yes. Which is ironic because it does absolutely nothing floss-like.
1: It's in fact, a quite t- the opposite. That explains the teeth situation over there, Andy. <laughs> 100%, if that's what they think floss looks they, like. <laughs> you
0: think they've just been confused this whole time?
1: I once read Someday a survey- Someone's
0: going to look it up and be like,
1: wait a minute. <laughs> I once read a survey that said in the UK, people would prefer- they would rather dig things out of their teeth with with knives or sh- forks or sharp metal objects than hmm. use floss. Like they were they were just diametrically opposed to floss.
0: I mean, I'm with them because floss is terrible, and I would much rather use one of those like uh, dentec pick things. But yeah,
1: yeah, that's I what mean, I, use.
0: I don't know that I would use a knife though. I mean, geez.
1: Well, that. But I depends. guess you, know,
0: you you use the you, listen. You go to war with the tools that you have. <laughs> Speaking the of war, <laughs> uh,
1: speaking of war in,
0: uh, uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth, Elizabeth <laughs> Warren is doing it for the gram fam.
0: Oh, uh, she well, is, you know, I wish you were doing it for the vine, but vine's gone now. So I guess I'll settle for doing it for the gram.
1: Elizabeth Warren, go on TikTok, you coward. <laughs>
0: <laughs> can, um, can you imagine her TikToks?
1: What well, well, do I say? Be- Hello. <laughs> I'm Elizabeth Warren.
0: If you like candidates who support
1: Medicare for All. Ish. <laughs> 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 um, she's she she has been getting a, 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 a metric crap ton of publicity lately for her remarkable ability to do something incredible, which is to pose for pictures. Oh, interesting. So her campaign has stops have started to include like, like half a of op? the thing is a photo op where, where she creates a selfie line. Oh, interesting. Which they're calling a campaign trail innovation for the age of Instagram.
0: That's okay. um, I'd like to fire whoever wrote this. I don't know that that's an innovation. Turns out people like taking pictures with candidates for president.
1: Folks, have you ever been to Disneyland? <laughs> <laughs> they okay. have people. Wait, whose wait, wait. Job hang on. Is hang to, on wait.
0: I've <laughs> got this great idea. I've got this great idea. Let me hang on. Hand me the marker. Hand me the marker. OK, so we have a line, right? And people line up yeah. and they get their picture taken with the candidate. Thank you. It's a million dollar idea, which incidentally is my fee. I like it. Yeah.
1: the thing that so she estimates that they estimate that the Warren campaign has spent 107 hours taking pictures and selfie lines since entering the race, the equivalent of working nine to five for 13 days. In one Iowa, she posed for pictures during a tornado warning. That seems, I feel like you
0: are absolutely justified in being like, let's not do it right now.
1: Maybe we should seek some shelter. Yeah.
0: But maybe, I don't know, is that just so common in Iowa that they're like, oh, another tornado warning. Yeah, whatever. Forget it. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It'll pass. I I'm don't know. Eating I, this. What is this in service of is my question, I guess. Like, this doesn't seem bad, but it also, like, I don't know, like, okay. Well, to me, it
1: seems kind of like a waste of time right yeah like maybe do some other stuff like because i don't know if she knows this but a major part of being a president is not standing in line and letting people take pictures of you mm. like you probably no, should spend the least amount of time doing that as possible because your day is limited well, this... you have a lot of competing interests you got a lot of stuff to do this is Stand the obnoxious thing pictures right?
0: This is the obnoxious thing they've got. They've got on this New York Times article. They've got the whole process mapped out of like, you know, someone takes your bag and then someone takes your phone. Someone else takes your picture. They hand your phone to someone else who hands you the phone back. And it's worth noting that these are all like campaign staffer types. And I'm like, they've been assigned with the job of taking pictures and handing phones. And that does seem like a waste of their talents, I guess.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, shouldn't
0: they be doing campaign things? And not just, and they'd be like knocking on doors or calling people know.
1: or I don't know. I mean, look, whatever. But I just thought it was interesting enough note, and um, I hate it. So <laughs> 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 I just thought I'd bring that up. Not the big surprise.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. Did you watch the debate?
0: Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, Good and work. I'd like to, I'd like to apologize <gasps> for not fulfilling my duty, but um, you in know my what? defense. It was going to be a three-hour debate, which is approximately two and a half hours longer than it should be. Hmm. And also, it was a three-hour debate starting at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, which means it would have lasted till 11 p.m., which is, uh, scientifically speaking, my bedtime, (laughs) or actually past my bedtime, so yeah. It's not, I I don't know. You know, I weighed my options, and I chose not to watch the debate. I figured there will be plenty more. I'm not going to miss much. I'm hoping well, that you're gonna confirm that I did not miss much. But uh I mean I don't
1: know. it was the best of debates and it was the worst of debates. Um oh,
0: it was truly a land of contrasts.
1: <laughs> let's just go what we'll do is we'll do what we've done before and we'll just go down the list and I'll give you a little real quick recap. Right. Um starting at the top, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr.
0: Oh yes. Um, I'm
1: familiar. He started out. He came out, you know, like a like a firecracker. He's a firecracker. That's his thing. He's like, "Hi, I'm Joseph Firecracker, Robinette Biden Jr. Firecracker." Bam, you know. But the thing about
0: firecrackers, correct me if I'm wrong, (laughs) is that they burn very brightly for a few moments, and then they're just they're gone. That's it.
1: Exactamente. Mm. He and so he quickly sunsetted and started like slurring and confusing his words and he kept (laughs) if you read the transcripts he kept starting with something and then he'd trail off and he does that thing where he's like so uh, but anyway uh, and he'd go two he didn't even start a list he didn't start one (laughs) right yeah (laughs) you gotta start on one to get my my dude, this is
0: malformed HTML. You can't start a list this way.
1: <laughs> he he was like UL, O L. And he was like doing like, you know, one second. And, you know, like what B be- <laughs> <Bacağım. to be
0: laughs> dramatic.
1: It was very bad. You could tell it was just incoherent. And at I several points. <laughs> yeah.
0: Where it looked like his dentures were maybe not solidly something fixed in happened place. with
1: his teeth, and you know, like I, I don't care about that. Like it's okay. People say it's ageist to point that out. It's not ageist when you consider the fact that this is the person who's going to run against Donald Trump, and you think that I, like I, I want that, a that's going to slide. <laughs> I want a president
0: who, if they do have dentures, is at least competent enough to have them glued in securely. Like, right. That's the kind of care and attention that I require of a president. You know, he
1: also several times and I I haven't seen anybody comments about this yet. I kind of stayed away from the news today, but like after the debate last night, I was, you know, boy, the news today was I I jacked in. But last night he several times leaned over and asked Bernie for help and several times Bernie volunteered He's my like, dude this is what this like your
0: LSAT test you can't like, do that
1: he was like <laughs> Bernie was like you could tell Bernie just felt so sad for him and was like this is what they said Joe this is it you, I know you didn't hear here's what they said just say this Joe like he was like <laughs> I was trying to help him like not Joe Joe just exploded. say that
0: you have no strong opinion either way and that'll probably be a passable debate performance for you so Joe Biden. No, that's uh, my hot take is um what he shouldn't be doing is running for president. What he should be doing is um starring in commercials for Fixodent.
1: Hey, a lucrative new career.
0: Yeah, can you imagine him in a fixident commercial though? Hi there. I'm, I'm need- former Vice President Joe Biden. I'm going to need
1: Fixodent after eating all this uh salted I imagine, yeah. I'm on light like, number 4 and I can basically smell for miles. <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth <laughs> Warren. Oh yeah. Um. She, um. She does something that she gets credit for, mm-hmm. but which Bernie gets dinged for, which kind of annoys me. Where she just recycles things from her stump speech, right? And well, this is the thing they all say. <clears throat> They, They're not, I not actually mean, they talking, all, they
0: have their stump speech and then they repeat it in the debates, and it's like, what do you expect? But yeah, it's interesting that you know some people go, Oh, they were on message, and then someone says, Oh, they weren't original. It's all yeah. stuff you've <laughs> heard before. And it's like, well, what what?
1: What are <laughs> literally doing the same thing? Mm. And what was really particularly annoying about the way that she did it is she was just dodging questions left and right, mm. just up and down the wall. Her and Kamala Harris. We're both doing now, a thing where someone would question. ask them a question, and the person would say, You know, describe your thoughts on X. And they would say, Well, I'll tell you what, X is bad.
0: Let me answer that. I really feel that,
1: that X is bad, and we should do something about X. And I acknowledge that X is a problem. And then people would cheer. And it's like, You didn't say anything. You just You just said, Yes, I acknowledge your premise.
0: Yeah. cool uh, yes i have i i have understood your question
1: <laughs> it's like
0: what my my only question is because i did not watch the debate were the debate questions good
1: it was because, hit or miss what well, was um, this
0: better than because the previous i'm thinking of i think the second debate in particular the questions were real bad so
1: you know where I would does this say- fall
0: You know, because this is the first debate with ABC, and of course, so we're getting tastes of different moderators and whether they're any good at asking questions or not. I did see a lot of tweets from people saying that it seems like the moderators across all debates are just trying to hammer on like the taxation aspects of things like Medicare for all or whatever, um, because they don't get it. But yeah, I don't know.
1: Yeah, it it was just... It was the questions, some of them were very good. Even the bad ones were generally posed in a way that made the candidates defend something, which I appreciated. Mm. George Papadop, Stephan, Pop, Pop, Stephanopoulos, Stephan. George Stephanopoulos, St- <laughs> Stephanopoulos, he George Snuffleupagus. Uh, George Snuffleupagus. um, did very poorly his questions were See, very man, much
0: i don't like him in general so that does not surprise yeah. me
1: they were they were very much the kind of like people
0: but what say what about your
1: plan costs money and that everyone will hate it how what do, do you, you say <laughs> uh, defend your position <laughs> i say it doesn't yeah it was just uh, it's very bad um
0: how did uh well who else was there david Mueller. muir
1: I have no idea who he was, but his questions were serviceable.
0: I understand that he is the uh, anchor, current anchor of the ABC uh, World News Tonight, which I understand is a position of some.
1: That's that's probably why they had so many commercials of him in a helicopter.
0: Oh, right. Yes, because he's reporting the news, which, of course, requires you to hang out of a helicopter approximately (laughs) one quarter of the time.
1: Yeah, Um, Jorge Ramos was an all star. Okay, he did ask Bernie Sanders possibly the dumbest question, which was exactly the same question that he asked last year, or sorry, last election. Which is, here's here's a really terrible socialist country. You say you're a socialist? W Y D? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. I believe in the same government as as Nicolas Maduro. That me and Maduro. BFFs look at the you say same. you're
0: a socialist, but the Soviet Union also said it was socialist. Explain, <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you want to turn us into the collapsing Soviet Union? Like, yeah, no, that's a, I mean, that's
0: how did Bernie handle that? Because I feel like that's like,
1: I don't even know said, where to begin with a question he, like that. He said, like, I think this is a very unfair question. It's obvious that I don't believe in the same thing as Nicolas Maduro. That's a, a, that's a very good answer. Actually, <laughs> he's like Nicholas Maduro believes in controlling people. I believe in democratic socialism, which is free healthcare is a human right. You know, like he did his platform. So it was an all right answer. It wasn't perfect, but you know, I like that he pointed out that this is a dumb question. And I think that there should be a whole lot more of that from all the candidates. Even if I don't like the candidates, they should just be like, yeah, that question sucks.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, because I'm with them on a lot of it, you know? Yeah.
1: Bernie Sanders was he, he was hoarse because as you know, Bernie Sanders spends his day screaming. Right. Um, Because he's trying to make a better world by screaming. Well, he's witnessed so many horrors in his life, how could you <laughs> not scream? I mean, the the thing is Bernie Sanders, J- Joseph Robin Robinette Biden Jr. the firecracker maybe does like two campaign events every 2 days right um and they're well, just and like, in,
0: dialed that back now. they're in
1: like smoking lounges with wall street execs so like he's, <laughs> he's not he's really got the lucky
0: himself. strikes with menthol so his yeah. throat's doing fine <laughs>
1: so bernie bernie is like standing on hay bales on the corner of the street right yelling so he's yeah. and he's got like eight as best as i can tell he's got like 18 events a day um so you know i feel like somebody should get him
0: a good megaphone so he doesn't have to yell quite their
1: sound team needs they suck that's a different different (laughs) i'm sorry i love you guys i'm donating i but you suck um (laughs) do do better better. (laughs) (laughs) yeah bernie was bernie he did the same kind of thing um nothing really extraordinary the the
0: sad thing is that uh, the pundits have decided that bernie being bernie counts as a fail for bernie not he, even didn't, a he didn't he didn't break out.
1: They don't even acknowledge him like they don't talk about him.
0: Well, yeah, he's like <laughs> the debate stage of which Bernie Sanders is a part.
1: He doesn't even exist. <laughs> they're, they're like
0: Apple. They're like Bernie Sanders remains a candidate on our debate stage. Yeah. <laughs> it remains a product in our lineup. <laughs> we have nothing to announce.
1: They Ugh. they just don't. I don't know whether it's like willful. They just don't want him to exist or they just don't aren't interested in him. They don't know how to talk about him.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I'm, it's hard it's to weird. know. I think there must be at least some little bit of aspect of like, well, he tried this in 2016 and it didn't work out. So why do we care that he's trying yeah. again? But like, I don't know.
1: Kamala Harris um, was very bad. Hmm. She tried, She tried about like... Eight different workshopped one-liners that were focus group kind of things, <laughs> and just strange. fell spectacularly on her face and showed her she's entire not, booty. She, she's just, not
0: a one-liner candidate. That's the, oh. that's like the most artificial thing I can think of.
1: It was so bad, and she went from like she cracking a cracking a joke. She went. She went literally from cracking a joke to saying like, "I have seen." more dead bodies in a morgue than I care to uh, care to have seen like, and tried to get all well, serious folks, and like, folks, said and they asked her, they asked her like, you know, how would she solve some disparities in, you know, for African Americans or something like that. And then she talked about how she put people in jail. So that's Love like, Oh, that.
0: uh, yay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Solving. Well, the wait a minute. Hang on. I got to do this mental arithmetic here. Really more mental gymnastics, I, I mean, I look,
1: whenever you have a hammer, everything looks like a nail, you know? Right, yeah. Whenever you have a cop everything looks like a, <laughs> like a jail a when, when all you
0: have is prosecutorial power, everything looks like a guilty plea.
1: <laughs> <sighs> so she sucked. Um It's interesting
0: because I feel like she should have she taken should better. the mantle of centrism from Biden. Like, she, she should have has- sucked the air out of Biden's you know, room as it she's were. She's just but,
1: the, the, the con, she, the, she can't even do that. The consultant class got in her head. She's uh, she, if you've seen her, this well, is, you the know, thing. talking this is like, the- like, like ex, uh, uh, ex. what's it called? Extemporaneously speaking. She's right. very good at it. If she just did that at the debate, she would have performed a lot better, but she I feel did. like she's
0: done that before. And it's gotten her into trouble by agreeing to sensible policies, <laughs> which then no, her she, campaign makes her yes. walk back. Yes. Like, no, 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 you can't be seen to support that.
1: Mm-mm.
0: Well, but this is the thing, though, is you know, um as we know, the Democratic Party is trying to stop um progressive campaigns from getting off the ground. So they're like trying to ban consultants or whatever from working with ca- pro- progressive campaigns. But honestly, I think that's almost a benefit because, like, we don't need the Democratic consultants' help. I mean, what uh-huh. do they do? <laughs> All uh-huh. they've been doing is showing their butts for like the past decade and a half.
1: <laughs> Mayor Pete. That's fine. <laughs> Merit was bad. Um, Talking
0: of consultants,
1: yeah, he tried has to. His, sure.
0: Has his whole shtick fully worn off yet? Or no,
1: and it's still happening, and he's still like, okay. folks, this is why this is why people can't stand to watch the debates. They're tired of a divided, pl- divided, you know, is- people calling names. You know, I'm the guy and. Not yeah,
0: enough. you you sent me a tweet that you had found to that effect, which was like, um, well, it's like, oh, uh, you know, the Democrats need to be united or whatever. And this the whole debate thing shows how divided the party is, and it's going to discourage voters. And it's like, what is the what? <laughs> like, it doesn't make any sense.
1: We have uh, to figure out what kind of party we're going to be. Julian Castro basically basically bench slapped Pete Buttigieg in the face because after Pete bear Pete said that he just Julian Castro just leaned into the mic and he's like, Pete, this is a debate. That's what this is for. Welcome to an election. That's how this works. And everyone was like, oh, <laughs> and then and then Pete just like slowly withered into a corn cob And it was just <laughs> so good. It was so good.
0: Melted into a puddle on the floor.
1: I mean, let's skip. <laughs> let's skip to to Julian. Is it Julian? I think Julian. Julian? Does he go by? Yeah, pastor. I always forget. Um, he he he, he well, was the that- star he- of the night now i heard that he was
0: very rude to uh joseph uh robinette biden jr the firecracker
1: now joe joe biden i heard that he was
0: doing an ageism to biden
1: yes he said can you not remember what you said two minutes ago
0: (laughs) and everyone said that is deeply ageist and you should be ashamed
1: everyone in the theater went you were banned from the server
0: yeah I mean civility, you know. It civility. Was like, it you was know like it's time at civility. the Apollo
1: in the theater. Yeah, people weren't concerned that it was uncivil. People thought it was dope. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and it was dope and good. And they were like, "Finally, somebody just says it." Jeez, yeah. Louise! And because well, you're all problem, sitting there going, "Going, is this man okay?" The problem is, of all the dumb things that Biden had done that night, for which you could criticize him, uh, somehow, good old Julian failed to get it right. He pointed out something that was like, he misunderstood what Biden said. So that gave the pundits and everybody the ammo to be like, this was unfair and he was wrong. let's,
0: Let's go to the transcript
1: and did glenn Glenn kessler 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 just exploded in sensual joy (laughs) (laughs) he just blew up (laughs) we can't find him he's currently orbiting the earth shot (laughs) off into the sky (laughs) yeah so it really sucked but honestly uh castro was just on top of everybody and it was pretty good realizes
0: that he's not Like, he's not going to be the nominee. So why not just wild out and try and, and, you know. And
1: he's talking like a normal person. Like, out of all the people there, he's the one who spoke most like a normal, cool person you'd want to hang out. He had, like, like, big Obama energy. Like, you remember the first thing that people noticed about Obama was, like, Oh, when this guy talks, I don't want to throw something at the TV.
0: <laughs> right. I yeah. like this
1: feeling of this. <laughs> like, I That's don't feel nice. a
0: very weird pain in the back of my head.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, and so Castro definitely has that. And if he can summon it, I think it will be good. And it's, and it gives people finally like permission to be like, okay, good. We all thought, can we talk about this? And Cory Booker took the lead and also jumped on it and was like, you know, maybe it wasn't fair, but we all have questions. Can this guy cross the finish line? Like, is it going to work? So it's like the, you know, he finally asked the question. Everybody's been waiting for. So good right. on him. Andrew Yang, um, pulled a stunt.
0: Oh man. He was hyping that stunt.
1: He announced, he announced, a a raffle for, for UBI,
0: <laughs> a freedom raffle, a raffle for this lovely gift <laughs> basket <laughs> containing, so, uh, gamer
1: fuel. <laughs> And it's funny because because all of the candidates had noticed that this was going to happen. Like his campaign was leaking it all day, right? Yeah. This was going to happen. They all knew it was going to happen. And their reaction was the dumbest reaction. Like, I want you to go back and look at the tape because Amy Klobuchar is like exaggeratingly opening her mouth and looking around like, wow, you guys see this? Like, that's helping get him. read one doing? article that
0: suggested that Pete was a little caught off guard by it. Yes, apparently.
1: because it, Pete was the next question, and he just went, "Wow, that was something." What? That's the best you can come up with for having a yeah. whole day to think of a way to reply to that? Man, I think the way you stopped?
0: handle that is is you go is you go. Thank you, Andrew. <laughs> you just move on. Well,
1: okay. <laughs> um. So, it's so moving right one. along. He's things are so salty. So mm-hmm. salty. Amy sucked. She yeah. tried to start off by being the um, opposite of Warren and Bernie. Right. Which is which also another don't... thing because everyone equates them as if they're exactly the same, which is right. exceedingly annoying because they are not. Um, yeah. And everyone wants to corral them to make it seem like they're the same person. So that if it comes down to it, they can ax Bernie and pat themselves on the back and be like, well, she's still left. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's like 99%
0: uh, of the way there. It's fine.
1: Yeah. Um, well, see, so you don't Amy, tried, you want, Amy tried uh, to be combative, but she just did it by raising one of her arms and gesticulating broadly in the direction of Bernie. and you know, Warren. They call, but, that,
0: they call that Minnesota nice.
1: But she wouldn't say their name. <laughs> what? And she, she would get to the point where she would say like, and Mr. Sanders, but she should say like, and th- uh, the others. Mr. like Mr. Sanders, stopped. sir,
0: I would like to speak to your manager.
1: It was very uncomfortable. And then halfway through the debate, she realized, oh, this isn't working. So she was like, listen, a house divided cannot stand. And this is (laughs) trying
0: to completely pivot. Go one. I condemn these attacks that have been taking place.
1: (laughs) It was just so stupid
0: from people on this stage. I think we need to come together. (laughs) Beto. Beto.
1: well, I heard that he,
0: I heard that he was also doing some wilding out. He wilded out. You know, he's good at finding a niche, although he was without one for a while. But he has now found a niche in the guy who says cusses about the way things are.
1: Well, and now he's the gun guy.
0: Right. And, and he I literally heard that he said,
1: we're going to so take he did, your guns.
0: Yeah, he, he doubled down on the gun thing. He said, we're going to take your guns, which is interesting because, of course, that is what the NRA has been salivating for someone to say for decades.
1: It was like the exact um, wrong thing to say because it's not possible. Like. Right. You can't do it like you can say we're going to do gun buying or we're going to outlaw something or we're, but you can't. He was saying by executive order, I'm just going to take the guns.
0: Uh, um, yeah, I'm not sure that's which like that which is
1: like a conservative's wet dream of what they envision being the next Fort Sumter, you know, like maybe don't, right. maybe don't play into that, buddy.
0: Well, the thing is, so um, almost immediately afterward, a um, Texas state representative um, replied to his tweet and said, you know, my AR will be ready for you, Beto. And uh, Beto replied to him and was like, see, this is a death threat or where he was all serious about it. And I wanted him to take, um, do either two of two other things that he could have done. One, I OMW. think he should have. Well, I think, yeah, I think he should have replied and said, oh, thank you. That's very helpful. You know, <laughs> I hope that everyone will have their gun, their ARs ready for us when we, when we stop by. But I also think the other thing he could have gone and said, and what do you plan on doing with that AR and just to try and take it to its logical conclusion? Yeah. You know, uh, basically get them to tiptoe around saying, I will shoot you if you try to take my gun. Because they're not going to actually say that, but they'll get close enough to it that you can go. Interesting. <laughs> so, Just leading the land. he didn't. So. Yeah, I don't know.
1: Yeah. This is, this
0: is the thing. These campaigns need to employ some of the online people that we follow to be their Twitter people, to be like cool story, bro. <laughs> well,
1: Cuz that's what some need... of
0: these that's what some of these tweets, that's the replies they call for is, you know, they, they need
1: go, their oh, own they, they need their own gravel teens.
0: They yes, exactly. Gravel, gravel teens as a service.
1: Yeah, <laughs> gravel teens as a service. <laughs> I think I think that's enough about the debate. I'm already oh, oh God, uh, please. want to jump I'm, off the end of the earth. <laughs> I'm suffocating over here. So what can we talk about other than the debate, Andrew? Well, I have a question for you. Um,
0: okay, video cassettes are now under development. They would make it possible for you to play tapes of many different kinds of programs on your home TV, parentheses, television screen, much as you play records on your phonograph today. How likely is it that you would buy such a system?
1: Yeah. Yost likely.
0: <laughs> okay. I mean if I was because, in
1: 1971
0: because this Gallup Newsweek poll 58% of respondents said that they were not at all likely to purchase a video cassette recorder. And this is a time when they're saying that rentals of video f- full-length feature movies could rent for $3.50. <laughs> That's
1: so, 1970s money. Yes.
0: Um, this is a uh thread, very interesting thread by Ariel Edwards uh, Levy, Levy, Levi. Um, sure. And it's um a recap of a um, Gallup Newsweek poll from March 1971 that I feel is just it's an interesting statement of you know they it was a poll basically about technologies that were in the future at that point, and people were not excited about them. And this is the thing, the thing that I want to say, you know polls are dumb especially when they pose questions about things that don't exist yet because people don't know what they want be- especially if they don't know what it is so yeah nobody wanted a vcr at the time because it says oh they'd cost between 400 and 800 that doesn't sound worthwhile why would i want that and then they ask them you know do you think you would uh, have a personal computer in your home 10 years from now 47 <laughs> percent will not percent, no opinion Here's one from 1995. How much would you miss your CD-ROM drive if you no longer had one? 40% a lot. 40% some. No one has a CD-ROM drive anymore. So, yeah. Uh, let's see. What else? Oh, how much would you miss your fax machine? This is uh, from 1994. 41% a lot.
1: <laughs> I, You know what? I still walk around and think about, remember when I had a fax machine? Mm-hmm. Those are the halcyon days when i could just oh, here's a, send here's a things over poll. the phone line
0: here's a great poll from 1995 do you think people who use cellular phones in their cars really need them or do you think they just like to play with new gadgets <laughs> 53% gadget is the response on that one <laughs> oh, goodness
1: that's really funny cuz that make, that's like the polling on things like uh medicare for all really cracked me up cuz they ask people you know or they talk about private you would you would you give up your private health insurance for something else, you know, and people mm-hmm. are like, Oh no. Well, but the proper poll to do is to poll people who have Medicare and be like, would you like to give up your Medicare in order yeah. to enter into a market of private insurers for which you're solely responsible for paying your premiums and your deductibles and the costs of your medication? And I, and, I think and we know how like, uh, that poll would turn out. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah. And that's the poll to ask because they're people who are already living it, man. They're already they're already living with the personal computer. They're already living with the VCR. Mm -hmm. That's who you ask. Right. Gosh.
0: Just one last one here. This is from 1990. Um, Assuming a answering machine existed that allowed you to receive only calls from numbers pre-programmed and took messages from all other numbers, how likely would you be to call back someone who wanted you to participate in a survey? (laughs) 34 percent. very unlikely
1: (laughs) that seems a little self-indulgent of the people taking the survey
0: a little bit yeah can
1: we talk about me
0: (laughs) here's one from another one from 1971 looking at it realistically is a color television set something you would want or think you will have is it something you want but don't think you will ever have or is it something you do not want uh and 54% of people said they want and will have it, which is interesting. But then 28% of people said that they do not want a color television. So, wow. yeah. You know, it's interesting.
1: Hmm. Are
0: they uh, scared of all the colors? I don't... I, I I guess so. It's too true to life, you know?
1: How are you tell the difference? How are you know what's even I don't happening?
0: Know. I don't know. Yeah. Weird.
1: Well... Speaking. Of someone, someone
0: replied to this thread and said, I don't know what you're doing, but my immediate takeaway is that people don't know what they want until they have it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep. Good summary. Yep. So, um, w- the, uh, breaking, do you have breaking news music? Uh, oh, yes, I do. <clears throat> breaking news. Um, the link doesn't work, so I can't read it.
0: well that was anticlimactic the link no oh interesting i i put hmm, i put the title in the link there we go i have fixed it
1: okay uh how's gop to run in 2020 on reducing the debt that that they helped grow
0: so the two things they're
1: gonna do is repeal obamacare and reduce the national debt (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh, i'm sorry you're telling me this is an article from the year of our lord 2019 in not rooney and not 2014 well you know we can we can listen to the article
1: it's only one minute and 47 seconds oh lovely oh. uh
0: interesting so it's the same playbook that they've been using since what 2012 we're going to reduce the debt and repeal obamacare
1: I'm starting to think that they don't have any, like, ideas or solutions for the American people, and that they're just a reactionary
0: governing party.
1: (laughs) I don't know. Could be wrong. We'll see. Maybe. Who, honestly,
0: who can be sure?
1: (laughs) It's impossible to know.
0: It is. It's impossible. Yep. We shall never know. One, some things we will know, though. I'd like to, Aaron, Aaron, I'd like to keep it grounded in fact.
1: Well, obviously
0: yeah yeah um so uh, in fact we're going to we're going to review today some facts about what this website calls pet chems
1: pet chems yeah that sounds cute
0: yeah um it stands for petrochemicals um which yeah uh they're all around us in literally literally millions of products from your cell phone to your shampoo bottle that we take for granted every day, petrochemicals, also called when's, pet chems. When's
1: the last time I thought about my shampoo bottle? I couldn't tell you.
0: I don't know. I do think that it's it says petrochemicals, also called pet chems. And all I want to say is, stop trying to make pet chems cap ha- happen. It's not going to happen. <laughs> um, so this is a website called Keep It Grounded, in fact, which is um, from a um, very you know, this is just a good faith website. Um. Absolutely no deception intended here. And you can tell because Keep It Grounded, in fact, is a project of the American fuel and petrochemical manufacturers. So, well, you know, where like else a... to go for fact-based, reasonable discussions about industry?
1: It's uh, like a good end run around bias, you know?
0: Yeah. There's a lot of rhetoric and extremism out there around almost every issue, including energy policy. With all the noise, it can be hard to separate fact from folly. Grounded, in fact, is for people who are looking for a more balanced, reasonable discourse on issues ranging from divestment to the keep it in the ground movement.
1: You might think your information is balanced, but let me show you more balance. Right. How much much balance would you like the maximum amount of balance? So we're going,
0: if you'd like to follow along at home, you can either open your podcatcher and click the link, or you can go to groundedinfact.com, and we're on the Fact or Folly page. Um... (laughs) Which is essentially an FAQ page, but they don't call it that because they have a whole factor folly thing going on. Um, so, uh, first thing, I've heard people argue that if it's immoral to wreck the environment, then it's immoral to profit from it. So no one should invest in traditional fuel companies.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: It's highly problematic and rather discriminatory to label an entire industry, including hundreds of companies and millions of employees, as immoral.
1: <laughs> problematic. I love... <laughs> It's like they know the words and they don't know how to use them. It's so cool.
0: But it's particularly misguided when you're talking about oil and natural gas. Why? Ask yourself these questions. Is providing affordable heat and electricity to low-income families immoral? Well, no. Are seatbelts, car seats, and airbags a net social good? How about protective gear for firemen, police, and military servicemen? Thank you for your Uh, service. Well... Do you consider life-saving advancements in medicine, including CT scans, MRIs, IVs, blood transfusions, and artificial hips, moral?
1: Well, who would the say Refrigeration
0: no? and sanitary food packaging, which prevents numerous cases of food poisoning annually, benefits society? What about mass transit, bicycles, solar powers, and wind turbines? How about the laptops and telephones that help us connect, communicate, and condu- conduct business? If you answered yes to any of the above, then you've acknowledged the moral application of traditional fuels. That's right this is in bold. None of the above are possible without petrochemicals derived from oil and natural gas. Wow. Certainly, pro-divestment activists have not divested themselves of these products, so there is some pretty stunning hypocrisy in publicly admonishing others to give up needed investment returns because of the supposed immorality of an industry, while personally continuing to enjoy the fruits of that same industry's efforts. That honestly, is, honestly think- <laughs> if
1: someone if someone tries to publicly admonish me to give up needed investment returns then i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna wild out
0: <laughs> i think we've discussed before that that whole like oh man you well it's a what is isn't that a matt Bors comic that it's like interesting you uh admonish society yet you participate in it i, <laughs> I am very I am, smart
1: I'm very smart
0: <laughs> uh number two oh sorry that was verdict grounded in folly Number two, shouldn't we replace oil and natural gas with renewable energy sources like wind and solar? There are a few problems with this suggestion. Okay. Wind and solar are not established, reliable energy forms. The technologies involved are still being perfected, and their intermittent nature, the wind doesn't always blow, nor does the sun constantly shine, make backup fuel sources non-negotiable. But I would like to point out that there's nothing saying those backup fuel sources need to be petrochemical based. Building the kind of infrastructure required for wind and solar to massively expand would be exorbitantly expensive. The International Energy Agency estimated it would cost $16.5 trillion to develop enough wind and solar capacity to substantially impact global warming. To me, that sounds like infrastructure week.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We got them. (laughs)
0: wind and solar actually depend upon traditional fuels solar panels and wind turbines contain ethylene a petrochemical that comes from oil or natural gas that's not counting the steel which is extracted processed and transported using traditional fuels which is to say that you know why bother using a reusable bag because everything else that goes in the bag isn't renewable so it's just not worth it it's just forget it It doesn't matter
1: yeah petrochemicals which is a part of uh, green energy
0: yeah and there are no cost-efficient replacements for petrochemicals that go into safety, health, technology, and transportation products that make modern life possible. No, sort of there are quality.
1: no what? No,
0: no cost-effective replacements. Note that they qualify it by saying "cost-effective," which, of course, is a matter of opinion.
1: Yeah, it's a good thing that "cost-effective" isn't arbitrary or could be, you know, changed by some sort of entity by I don't, I don't know, know economics like of a federal scale, bank or something. <laughs> uh. Here's one. We
0: should pursue an all of the above energy strategy. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> there are valid economic,
0: above- social, and security based reasons for, for, for pursuing a broad based energy strategy. Mm. It, as recently as 2014, President Obama credited the all of the above energy strategy with having substantial economic and energy security benefits. Well, there you go. Obama loves it. Verdict grounded in fact. Mm. <laughs> uh, climate change is a big issue. Keep it in the ground seems like a simple solution to the problem. As Steve Everly from Energy in Depth pointed out, keep it in the ground. It's a slogan, not a solution. Okay, so they link to Energy in Depth here. I now have to go to that. Oh, interesting. A project of the Independent Petroleum Association of America.
1: Well, but it's Steve Everly. You know? Yeah,
0: I don't know who the hell that is, but it's a He's slogan, He's one half of
1: the Everly Brothers. Yeah. Do um, you um, know the Everly Brothers? No, I don't. Uh, an American country-influenced rock and roll duo known for steel string acoustic guitar. Playing and uh, close har- harmony singing. They uh, yes 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 yes. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. is um
0: this is interesting. Okay, so this article is like candy to me because it says climate um, change is a complex phenomenon. Simplistic solutions to complex problems result in unintended consequences rather than improvement, which is not at all true. The whole point of engineering is to come up with simplistic solutions to complex problems. That's literally the whole reason we have engineers.
1: What do you know um, as an engineer?
0: <clears throat> yeah, I, anyway. For instance, look at the push several years ago to mandate ethanol additives to fuel. It seemed like a simple way to address climate change. Make companies add fuel from made from corn to lessen the amount of gasoline in each gallon going into the tank. Uh, But now environmentalists are seeing the unintended consequences, prairies being overtaken by cornfields as demand explodes, runoff polluting rivers, and the uncomfortable realization that this alternative that we've been promoting today is worse than oil. And I'd like to say that that's very interesting because I don't remember environmentalists advocating for ethanol. I think seem to remember the corn farmers advocating for that because that was a way for them to make a lot more money.
1: I'm advocating for ethanol because now I can buy really cheap (laughs) E85 fuel so it's
0: just funny because they're like the environmentalists wanted ethanol and uh
1: i really don't think corn production in increased because of demand for ethanol that sounds like it's also worth noting that ethanol
0: demand didn't explode by any reasonable measure in fact it cratered (laughs) Uh, so here we go how do you how can you know if something's a reasonable policy proposal versus an unrealistic slogan one litmus test is whether those promoting it are actually walking the walk.
1: <clears throat> oh my
0: God! Here we go. In this case, activists pushing hysterically for the need to keep it in the ground don't themselves eschew the oil and natural gas products they claim are ruining the earth. We got them. If they truly believe that, then why do they continue pro- to profit from using oil and natural gas products? Fatality. We're not just talking about the fuel they burn driving and flying to their protests, but also the products they use every day, such as the computers they use to rally the troops, the phones they use to record their protests, the markers they use to make their signs, the pens they use to gather their signatures, the clothes and shoes that they wear to the protests, even satellites that provide the GPS system they need to find directions to the next divestment action, parentheses, or play Pokemon Go. I'm closing this tab.
1: i can't do it i'm Verdict, closing grounded it. In
0: folly grounded closing in folly the it. truth is that they, they can't divest themselves from oil and gas products because it's nearly impossible to live in the modern world without such products they don't mention that it is of course they themselves that are making it impossible
1: it's this is big consumerist mindset at, it's, at it it's
0: remarkable it's it's lovely it's um Let's see. Oh, I've heard the traditional full. This is the last one. Traditional fuel companies are no longer good investments because much of their supply will become stranded assets. Uh, Yeah. And then it's just I don't know. This doesn't mean anything to me. I don't understand what this means, but apparently it's grounded in folly. So Uh, FedEx and UPS would have fleets of unused trucks if they lacked gasoline, which is really interesting way to think about it. It's like saying, oh, if we got rid of gasoline, FedEx and UPS would just go, well, what do we do now? Instead of buying electric trucks or something.
1: Yeah, they, they, po- <laughs> they couldn't possibly figure that out.
0: This is this is just an illustration of, who was it, Upton Sinclair, that said it is impossible f- to get a man to understand something that his salary depends on his not understanding. Yeah. Like, they just, they're not, they their minds cannot process these arguments because it would, you know, it would destroy their whole livelihood. They can't, they just wouldn't be able to, I mean that it just doesn't make sense. So well, they're, just, they're, just, action.
1: they're just here for the facts. They're just care. Answer is something called science, you know, it's just science.
0: Yeah. Um, oh so yeah. This is an astroturfed website. That's whole point is to discredit the whole, keep it in the ground movement. What I love best is that there is a Twitter account uh, grounded in fact, and almost all of its um, tweets have, no interactions of any kind, or maybe two likes at the most. It's kind of let's remarkable go, let's go get mostly, some
1: some likes, guys. Let's get some some likes and retweets,
0: yeah, mostly what they mostly what they post are links what seem like links to um like news articles, but they're actually just editorials that they've placed in newspapers. So
1: the thing is that not, these these things I've been linked to sites like this. When I'm arguing with my my friends so often, like it doesn't it doesn't work with me. You're not going to fool me uncritically, accept these sites. And I'm like,
0: oh, I don't don't understand. This
1: is garbage.
0: Yeah, because I see it immediately. Well, this is the thing. I look at something like this and I'm like, hmm, this is awfully interesting. You know, their perspective. And then you go to the about page and it's like, oh, look at that. Sometimes they don't sometimes they make it hard and you have to like google it cuz they don't just put it on the about page but I like it when they put it front and center here.
1: It really <laughs> helps like, me out. Well, that's yeah. how you can tell that they're hard workers.
0: Yeah. Right. Cuz um, we all know what hard work means. I mean, I know right. what hard work means, do you? Right.
1: No, I yes, well, I do. Um just you I I want to hear you say it to make oh. sure that you know
0: um, what, so hard work. Means. I would say, well, obviously, because I'm um, a
1: hard worker. Obviously, right.
0: Obviously, I would say that the troops and the first responders—they're hard well,
1: workers. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And also, Dang. like,
0: um, you know, the miners, the people who are laboring in like oil fields, things like that. Um, you know, anyone who does physical labor, obviously, is doing hard work.
1: Anybody attached to micro or micro yeah, work, right?
0: Certainly. Yeah, I mean that's anybody the whole who's thing. taken that's the, whole the sweat pledge, yeah. huh. um, and also I would say, um, you know, anyone hard worker, I would say, is anybody who's an entrepreneur. Um, clearly they've, you know, they've uh, been hustling, as they like to say, they've gotten that bread, quote unquote. I did air quotes there, but you can't see it. Um, you know, that's what I would say is hard work. But it's interesting because there was this article in Current Affairs that uh, the headline is "I have no idea what hard work means," and um, it. Uh yeah actually I'm starting to doubt that I know what hard work actually means and that it's not just a buzzword. Um
1: well, that, that hmm. can't possibly be true because um as a hard worker this is so, this is something this is like a defining aspect of my personality and my how I value right. myself. And it also is a convenient way for me what to, to distinguish between the people who I'm allowed to hate Right. Um, and the it's ones that not
0: to understand that I have worked hard and that people say, uh, well, you're successful
1: because you've worked hard.
0: Exactly. But people so who are homeless or people who are poor, they have people.
1: Hard. They yeah. haven't worked hard. That's all it comes down to. It's a very simple way. And all they need
0: to do is work hard. And the way that they do that is by, um, uh, well, I mean, you have to, um, I don't know.
1: So the thing is, I, I, we're being, I I think we're getting into too ironic physician (laughs) area here, but like, I think we're trying, you know, trying to make the point that like, um, the, the category of hard worker is used as a cudgel and it's, and it's a lot of baloney. And I've, I've seen that throughout my life because being an overweight person you're just always automatically assumed to be uh, lazy and shitless. Not, a, and, and not a hard worker. Not a hard worker. I've literally never had... I've only had one person in my whole life tell somebody that I'm a hard worker. One. I person. just want to
0: say, hard
1: worker, verdict, grounded in folly. <laughs> it's just... it's And it's a bunch of baloney, because I. this is something I've like... Started I've been on this journey lately mm. of like letting go of stupid ideas that I've I just really
0: I really recommend it. I really recommend <laughs> getting rid of stupid ideas. that I've just very, they've mean. just
1: accreted onto my soul throughout this is my the thing, life. You don't
0: realize how much stuff no. that you didn't like ever consciously learn. You yeah. just sort of like it just sort of has stuck to you as you've gone through life.
1: Right, and one of those is that I'm not a hard worker. I've just assumed I am lazy and not a hard worker, Mm -hmm. and I will tell people, "Oh, I'm just lazy." Like, like that's part of my identity. So when people are like, "I'm a hard worker," I look at them and I go, "Well, that's not me." I mean, that's not, and I've always been like skeptical of people who say they're a hard worker because I'm like, "Well, I know you're not a hard worker." Like, I see what you do; you don't work that hard. Like. But but I know that in order to be successful you have to tell people you're a hard worker. But I'm unwilling to tell people I'm a hard worker because I'm not a hard worker and I'm not a liar. Right. So Yeah. Now I'm stuck, you know? But this and is so- yeah, you
0: know, a hard w- Working hard, hard work or whatever, it's just used as a form of gatekeeping, but also as a marketing tool. You know, you have these people like Gary Vee or whatever, uh, or Ty Lampo, and their whole their whole thing is that they're motivational speakers and they just talk about how you can reach your goals if you work hard. And of course, if you watch any of their content, it's all just meaningless gobbledygook because there's nothing there. There's no substance behind the words. It's, yeah, just, it's
1: just, it's 100% uh, aesthetic. You know what it is?
0: You know what it is? It's virtue signaling.
1: (laughs) It's totally virtue signaling. It's (laughs) but like actual. That's exactly what it is. Literally, Uh, it's (laughs) just it's literally, literally (laughs) virtue signaling. (laughs) And and the thing about it is, I I need to you need to realize that you do work hard that. I think almost everybody in our society is working hard. In fact, I would say we're working harder than we deserve to.
0: Yeah, we're working right. I mean, we deserve to be paid a lot more given how hard hard we work.
1: Hard work is not the problem. Yeah. And and it's just, it's just not like, I don't know any, This I I mean, that's that's just
0: beaten into Americans in school is just to work to exhaustion basically that's the way you get any success and it's all of us are trying as hard as we can
1: yeah no i you know okay maybe there's a few a handful of lazy people but most people i know they go they're they're, they want to do the best they can you know they want things to work they want to do a good job people don't go like i would like to do a terrible job at my employment that's 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 what i'm here for is to do a bad job nobody thinks like that you know what i mean (laughs) So it's I'm just here to a mess. Real... up. What's up? <laughs> what up? <laughs> here to fail. Clocking in. Yo 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 yo. It's bad. It's stupid. Let's stop using the term hard worker. Recognize that we're all hard workers, um, and that we should. We're, we all, should
0: workers. Be... we're all workers. We're ultimately, all workers. we And that's
1: the thing. And we shouldn't be hard workers. We should look yeah. at hard work as this is something we should try to get out of like yeah that should be a goal we don't want to have because
0: because what hard work uh you know signifies to a lot of people is like backbreaking labor and like we shouldn't have to be doing backbreaking labor all the time yeah
1: that's the whole point of modernity that's why we invent things
0: our working conditions and so on should be better than that's
1: why that's why they sell Roombas
0: yeah exactly
1: It's not that hard. (laughs) mm,
0: It's not that hard. Mm. (laughs) It's it's not that hard, guys.
1: Well, and I think the thing like going along with it, the others, the other kind of stuff that I've been shedding lately, I guess it's more than than we can talk about here. But just these preconceived notions about things that like about yourself, be easier on yourself. We're like, yeah you know don't give yourself such a hard time you're doing fine but and by that same token don't brag about being a hard worker yeah just recognize that you everybody are else
0: worker. is doing just as hard as you are and you think know.
1: about think about this here's the here's the assignment okay you ready for this <laughs> the assignment is when you notice someone doing good work don't tell them they're a hard worker And, and you might not even want to tell them anything because you're in the boat like me, where you think hard work, calling someone hard worker is stupid, tell them,
0: or you might not want to acknowledge that they're doing a job and you aren't,
1: I've noticed the work you're doing and I appreciate it. And I recognize it. And I'm like, we just need to validate people more. I think, Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. I think that just creates a better place to live in. And I think when you start doing that to people, um, it really helps because like i said i've only had one person tell me i was a hard worker but you know the person who told me that is someone who worked around me a ton spent hours and hours and hours around me they knew me better than anybody else so they would be in a better position to qualify that and that person is one of the most diligent uh people i've ever met who who would accomplish anything who would just you know do all the work that he needs to get stuff done mm-hmm. uh, a very agile smart competent person so like th- telling me that really made made my day i was like you know that probably started the process of me being like i'm not crazy i'm not bad like yeah right <laughs> this whole thing is screwed up <laughs> right so yeah. just, maybe we model, should start being model behavior that's the ultimate yeah be a little bit more honest about this stuff yeah I don't know. I, I mean, that's, I don't have anything cool to close on. Um, I don't know either. Like a cool way to wrap it up other than that. I've counted how many of these salt licorices I've eaten. Oh yeah. And <laughs> the number is 18. Wow. I have no idea what I'm doing. I was not prepared for this. I'm trying and I'm learning. Thank you for your patience there's so many mistakes i have already made but i'm working to be better day by day and i think i'm gonna make it but for now i'll say i have no idea what i'm doing i have no idea what i'm doing